3: Visit LiveNation.com concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum41, 30 Seconds from Mars. Oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
1: You are listening to Strawberry Spring. Based on a short story by Stephen King.
4: What are you
5: doing here? Same as everyone else. I'm here for information. Listeners will want to know what's going on. For Christ's sakes, I want to know what's going on.
4: Don't you? It's too soon. I don't have anything for you. Henry, we we go back a long time, right? Yeah. You know we do. As long as I can remember. Great. So,
5: if you know anything, anything at all, I'm counting on you. See, I'm just a little guy around here. I need all the help I can get. You and me, we're a team.
4: We're not a team. Maybe in your head, we're a team. (laughs) My head, your head. What's the difference? I gotta go see the dean.
5: Yeah, all right. I'm gonna go lose myself in the crowd. Good luck.
6: (laughs) It's been eight years. why would Spring Jack come back to New Sharon now? Uh, look at the press setting up out there. They're like vultures, just waiting to bounce. We have to prepare a statement. Tell me everything you can about this guy. What do you know that we don't?
4: What do you want to know?
6: You wrote a book on the Spring Jack murders. What's in this thing that's going to help us catch him?
4: Look, I don't know. Last time he just stopped killing. He disappeared, vanished into thin air. I don't know what happened to spring Hill Jack any more than you do.
6: Well, we must have been close to catching him.
4: Probably scared him off. How do we know it's really him and not just the copycat?
6: I don't. But I can tell you police work has come a long way since 1968. This is 1976, and this time, it's going to be different. Now either Springhill Jack is back or someone read your book and is looking to make a name for themselves. This murder, the one last night, he copied Jack's M.O. He chopped her head off, for Christ's sake.
4: Jesus. I'll do whatever I can to help. What can you tell me about what you found? <sighs> He's more violent than ever.
6: Half her body was missing, and what's left of her was draped across the snow. You should know. We asked Anne to come down, too.
4: Anne? I haven't talked to her since the book came out. I haven't thought about Anne for some time. After my book on Spring-Heel Jack was published, I got a taste of fame and fortune, and she went on to become a journalist. She resented the fact that I wrote the book since we both covered the story. She always said I was a narcissist and better suited for celebrity. I always thought she should be a psych major, but Rachel had that base covered. I guess we all ended up where we're supposed to be. No one knows this guy better than the two of you. Did you see the globe? It's on the front page. Anne wrote this? How'd she get the story so quickly?
6: It went out on the wire. We live in modern times. (sighs) Okay. I'm going to have to go out there and, and talk to the press.
4: Are you canceling classes? I have four I'm supposed to teach today. What do I tell my students?
6: Don't do anything yet. I'll bring an army on this campus before I let this guy upend my town again. Henry, can we count on you?
4: I told you I'll do whatever I can to help catch him.
6: We, we know you will. Now, let's all go out there and talk to the press together. Uh, strength in numbers, right?
5: Chief Spencer, why do you think Spring Hill Jack has come back? At this point, we cannot confirm that
7: this is the work of Spring Hill Jack.
8: Dean Edwards, how is this going to affect the university? Are classes going to be canceled?
7: As of now, um, we are going to increase security on campus. We have not made any decisions about our schedule. Our first priority is to the students of New Sharon, and we will continue to make sure they get the best and safest education possible. I want to thank you all for coming, but that is all for- I
2: have two questions for Professor Denton. You were here during the first wave of killings. You wrote an expose on the murders. Why do you think spring Hill Jack has returned?
4: I have to echo what Chief Spencer said. We do not know if this is really spring Hill Jack.
2: My second question, since you made a name for yourself off of him, are you worried for your safety? My
4: safety. When it all started, that was the last thing I'm The night they arrested Carl Amalara for Gail Kerman's murder, I remember staying at the Times late. Anne and I were probably there until three in the morning.
9: Nice work, Henry.
4: You too. You're a pretty good editor. You know that?
9: I don't, but it's nice to hear.
4: Be honest though, you thought we were gonna break a big story, didn't you? Well?
9: I don't know. This is a small New England town. Not expecting too much, but as far as I'm concerned, we should treat every story like it's going to be big. Otherwise, what are we doing here?
4: I hadn't thought about it that way.
9: That's why I'm the editor, and you're not.
4: Cheers. To a job well done. Do you remember the first time we met?
9: Didn't you ask me out? Eh,
4: uh, sorta. You were You were the freshman editor for the Times. I submitted an opinion piece. Then I asked you out.
9: <laughs> I don't remember that part. What did I say?
4: Oh, well, you turned me down on both accounts. You were very professional.
9: Maybe I should have been less professional.
4: Anne, Anne, hey. You know I'm serious about Rachel.
9: I know, it's just, <sighs> what is it?
4: No, in my head, it's killing me.
9: Wait, here, here, let me rub your temples. No,
4: just hey, stop. Sorry, but that's it's not helping.
9: Is there anything I can do?
4: No, look, I gotta go. I I need to get outside. Alright? The only thing that helps is just walk fresh air.
6: Henry! Shit. Oh
5: God. Jesus, are you alright? Yeah, I turned when I heard you. Didn't see where I was going. You gotta be more careful, I mean, there's a killer on the loose, man. You need some help. Here, let me lend you a hand. Ugh. Thanks. Anytime, buddy.
4: You know I'm always there for you. What do you think? Who would do
5: such a thing? <laughs> Who knows? Sometimes people just crack under pressure. I mean, think about it. Vincent Van Gogh. What? He cut off his ear. Tell me that's not cracking under pressure. I can barely follow this conversation. Exactly my point. You can't understand what makes a man crack. Van Gogh was in love. Sometimes, it's the little things. He cut his ear off. Who are you to judge? Hey, I gotta run. Need to grab something to eat before I get to sleep. Stay on the path.
4: You don't want to slip and fall. Thanks for the advice.
6: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast...
2: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
10: Who's that?
4: Rachel, it's me.
10: Henry? It's 3 in the morning.
4: Open up, please.
10: Oh my god, you're filthy! What happened?
4: I was on my way back from the Times. I had a few drinks and the migraine set in, and I tripped on one of those berms.
10: Here's a towel. Dry yourself off.
4: Uh oh, thanks. Oh shit, look at your floor. It's a mess.
10: Don't worry about it. I'll deal with it in the morning. Are you okay?
4: My head hurts, but I'll be okay. No permanent injuries, except maybe my pride.
10: You know, I've been thinking about it. And your migraines might be psychosomatic. (laughs) What do you mean? Remember when we talked about emotional memory? Yeah, so? I think if we can... Figure out what's triggering your headaches. Maybe we can help you get rid of them.
4: Just promise me we can keep Rachel, my girlfriend, separate from Rachel, the aspiring psychiatrist.
10: (laughs) I'll do my best.
4: Fair enough. To be honest, at this point, I'll try anything.
10: Here, have some water. As far as you remember, you never had migraines before your accident, right?
4: No, I didn't.
10: Do you think you can try and remember what happened? Are you sure you're not forgetting anything?
4: I'll do my best. It was really hard to see that night. We hit the fog bank and swerved right before we crashed. (coughs) Mom! Junior? I remember crawling along the side of the road. I saw the deer my mom hit. It was crippled but still alive. Blood was dripping from its mouth. Steam puffed from its nose in the cold night air. I worked my way over to it. It tried to kick at me but didn't have the strength. I looked it in the eyes. The pupils were dilated. All I could see was my reflection in pure black. I tried to comfort it. You're okay. You're gonna be okay. It took all of my strength to put it out of its misery. After that, the sirens got louder and all I remember is waking up on the gurney.
10: Ugh, it's awful. Thank God you were okay.
4: The doctor said I had a concussion that when I went through the windshield, I damaged my frontal lobe, but nobody was sure if there was gonna be any permanent damage. That's when the migraines started, the insomnia, the bad dreams.
10: You're lucky you were able to walk away from something like that.
4: Lucky? I guess so. My mom and little brother weren't so fortunate.
10: All that matters now is that you're here. Come on, let's get some sleep. Good morning.
4: Good morning.
10: How'd you sleep?
4: Pretty good. I don't think I moved a muscle.
10: (laughs) That's the problem.
4: You're funny.
10: I'm gonna make some coffee.
5: It's March 18th, 1968. And for what it's worth, there was an arrest overnight of Carl Amalora. He's accused of killing Gail Kerman two nights ago in the Animal Sciences parking lot across from Shreve Hall. Oh
4: shit. Hey Rachel, I gotta go. Do you want something to eat? No, I, I I gotta get to the paper. They arrested the Amalara guy for the Kerman murder.
9: You're not going to believe this. What? Chelsea got her hands on a copy of the police report for Amalara. It says here he hasn't confessed to anything, and he claims he's innocent.
4: Well, doesn't everyone claim they're innocent? If they arrested him, they must have something.
9: They do. They have interviews with some students in his dorm. It turns out he was seen arguing with Gail Kerman last month at the grinder, and get this, they just broke up last week.
4: Wait, so that's enough to pin a murder on him? People break up on campus every day of the week.
9: His roommate said he was, and I'm quoting here, despondent. And the police found a seven inch hunting knife in his footlocker under his bed.
4: Again, maybe.
9: Oh, and one more thing. Inside that footlocker was a picture of Gail Kerman sliced to ribbons like a kitty scissor class got a hold of it and cut it up like a paper doll. Fair enough. Hello? Right now? What's up? Dean Edwards is calling all students back to the quad.
4: Rachel, over here!
10: What's this all about?
7: First, I want to thank you all for coming on such short notice. I know we've all been through a lot in the past few days, and I also want to thank Captain Spencer and the new Sharon Police Department for their work.
9: Get on with it already.
7: And the reason I've called you here today is we have great news. Um, I'll turn it over to Captain Spencer. Thank you. Thank,
6: thank you, Dean Edwards. Edwards. As, As you all may have heard, we did apprehend a suspect overnight and feel confident that we do indeed have Gail Kerman's killer in custody. Oh,
10: thank God.
6: feel a
7: little
4: better.
10: I feel like I can breathe again. Thank
7: God. And on that note, uh, we will be removing the curfew from campus, and I hope you all can get back to work. Put this behind you and study for midterms. Uh, with a little luck, the weather will start to break too. Uh, in the meantime, Thank you all for coming, and please remember to look out for each other.
10: It's like waking up from a nightmare.
4: I don't know about you, but I need a drink. Let's head to the grinder and have a few beers.
7: Here you go. You don't want to order any food tonight?
4: I think we're all set for now. Thanks. Here's to feeling safe again.
10: I have to admit, I do feel better. This whole thing is so hard to believe. Honestly, who would do something like that? Can you imagine? Gam must have trusted him, spent time with him, and then he goes and does that. It's crazy. And to think he used to work here, I just don't get it.
4: I guess you never know what someone is thinking or when they might crack.
10: Henry, he didn't just crack, he butchered her.
4: I know, but look, you're the psych major. Look around. It's a sign of the times. JFK, civil rights, violence is everywhere. Maybe the pressure just got to him. What have we here? Just ignore them. It looks like someone is getting her civil rights.
10: Do you mind?
1: Oh, I don't mind at all.
4: Why don't you go back to your beers? We're not bothering you. Actually, you are. I think it's better if you just go somewhere else. Maybe go to the park or the zoo. What the fuck did you just say? You heard him.
10: Henry, don't.
4: Yeah, Henry, you don't want to get hurt in front of your girlfriend. Oh, look,
1: he has a knife. What are you going to do with that?
4: Maybe I'll use it on you. Say one more word.
10: Come on, Henry, let's just go. Henry, put the knife down before someone.
1: Yeah, Henry, put the knife down before someone gets hurt. Because it's probably going to be you.
5: Good
4: thinking. Let's go.
10: What were you going to do with that knife?
4: I don't know. Probably cut myself. But I wasn't going to let them talk to you like that. I'm sorry. They have no right to speak to you that way.
10: You're like my knight in shining armor. Come on. Go back to my place. Looks like it's about to pour.
4: We hurried back to Rachel's apartment. Now that I think about it, I don't know what I would have done to those guys in the grinder that night. I just know my blood was boiling. If Rachel wasn't there, I'm not sure what would have happened. But thank God she was. I could have ended up in jail. Or worse, dead. Dead. I fell asleep at Rachel's place that night, but it didn't last long. My head started to hurt. It could have been the argument in the bar. It could have been a million things. Either way, I knew I was gonna need some fresh air. I was quiet, I always am. I didn't wanna wake her. Rachel always looked so peaceful when she slept. She was always so calm and relaxed, even in the presence of full-blown racism. I was jealous that her inner peace eluded me. I could hear the trees rustling in the wind. When I looked out, all I could see was fog, white, impenetrable. I got dressed and slipped out of the apartment.
5: It's the Late Show with me, DJ Kevin Hardigan. It's been a lot to handle the past few days here in New Sharon.
4: I had one of those portable radios back then, the kind with the one earpiece that almost fit in your ear. As strange as it was, it was good to hear a familiar voice. And for some reason, Kevin never bothered my headaches.
5: We'll be taking a request tonight to help you forget about your troubles. So if there's anything you want to hear, give me a ring. And I'll do my best to play it for you. In the meantime, there's something new for you to check out.
4: When I can't sleep, when my insomnia migraines set in, I walk. I've been doing it for years. Just zone now, take in the night air and try to relax breathing in the fog is like an out-of-body experience. The mist seems to creep into every pore. I can just forget about everything and let my mind wander. It was a long 48 hours since they found Gail Kerman's body. I was fried. I started those two days with a hangover and by the time it was over I felt like a freight train had driven through my head. If I remember correctly the fog was pretty thick that night and sure enough Without realizing it, I found myself right back at the Animal Sciences parking lot. That
5: one was a request for all you lover out there. Nobody should have to be alone, no matter who you are. Remember? On Bundle up, As your mother and her mother used to say, you don't want to hear your death.
4: The police tape was wet, almost slippery. I tried to imagine what Gail Kerman's last moments must have been like walking to her car. MLR coming up from behind her. The violence and brutality of the knife tearing through her coat, ripping at her skin. The snow was running off, dripping down the embankment. I got distracted by a couple under the streetlight. I couldn't see their faces, just the outline of their shadows. The radio was playing and seemed to be getting louder and louder, like I couldn't turn it off. Between that and the dripping water, the footsteps, the footsteps, I couldn't lower the volume, my head was splitting. I've been thinking about that foggy night when I walked past all those shadows. I remember my mouth being dry and the fog being thick, but I can't seem to remember much else. Insomnia will do that to you though, make you a walking zombie. The only saving grace was that there was no reason to be alarmed. Emma Lara, the new Sharon killer, was in custody, which is probably why no one on campus had a worry in the world. I decided to head back to Rachel's place and try to get some rest.
0: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.
3: Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I bet you're smart.
8: Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Zumo play. Call me if you want to take a break. I might swing by the FIMU Delta house. I know some of the boys there, and I'm sure they'd be happy if I brought a friend. They're having their annual spring fling. You want to meet up? Maybe. It sounds like a lot more fun than this. I'm parked right in front. You want me to give you a ride?
9: No, I'm just on the other side of campus. I'll walk. Thanks, though. Suit yourself. Okay, I'll give you a ring before I head out tonight.
3: Ah! Shit!
9: Oh, damn it! Where did those books go? See, poli sci, Latin, science. Where are the other two? Hello? Oh, excuse me. Um, it's hard to see out here.
3: If you come across a couple of books, those are probably my... (gasps)
10: did you get home
4: just pulled in
10: i thought you weren't going to be late After
4: uh i uh yeah i wasn't um after i met with dean edwards and chief spencer i had to finish grading papers i stopped for some milk and came home that's it that's it
10: weren't you out with jennifer or one of your female students at the grinder trying to impress you or get extra credit
4: no i'm rage i no i i know you're pregnant but you're being jealous and now you're being emotional rage you don't understand spring heel jack is back And I have to help catch him.
10: It's not your responsibility. This obsession almost destroyed us eight years ago. You don't have to help anyone. You only have to help yourself. You have to help our baby and me.
5: You don't have time for this shit. You spent the entire day being dragged back into your past. It's not like you had a choice.
4: I totally agree. She's being emotional. I have to get some things out of the car. I left the file box in the trunk. I'll I'll be right in. I can't see a goddamn thing. Where did I leave that flash? Shit, shit, shit. Ah, there it is. Does Rachel want to know where I was all night? I was driving through the fog. Like clockwork, I got another migraine, but she doesn't want to hear that. Where's that keyhole? Come on, don't die on me. She just wants to know what time I'll be home for dinner. What in the world is that on my car, is that? set of the trunk? Oh my god. It's blood. What is this? A letter? Written in blood? What? To Henry. I've missed you. Without you, there can be no me. My knife is sharp, and I'm glad to be getting back to work. I hope you don't mind, but I needed your car to move some things. Consider this an invitation. It's time to get reacquainted. P.S. Let's just keep this between us for now and congratulations on the baby. Rachel thinks spring Hill Jack is gonna turn our lives upside down again. And oh God, I think she might be right.
1: Spring is a production of Audio Up Media and iHeartRadio based on a short story by Stephen King. Executive produced by Lee Metzger, Jared Gutstadt, and Philip alberstadt Written and directed by Lee Metzger. Starring Garrett Hedlund, Milo Ventimiglia, Horizon Guardiola, Sydney Sweeney, Ken Marino, Al Madrigal, and Brett Bassinger. Audio Up in-house production by Jordana Glick-Franzheim and Laura Ramaday. Edited by Carrie caulfield Eric, and Jeremiah Zimmerman. Sound design and mix by Jeremiah Zimmerman. Score by Jeff Peters. Songs and music by Jared Gutstadt and Jesse Siebenberg. Strawberry Spring is published in Stephen King's short story collection, Night Shift. Available in paperback and e-book from Anchor Books and as an audiobook from Penguin Random House Audio. For the full list of production credits, please visit AudioUp.com. You can find more podcasts from iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio. App, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: I'm Katia Adler, host of the Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.